0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Hot Marriage, Cool Parents.
1: Coming at you live from the car.
0: Yeah, so we're in the car. We're in upstate New York. That's where I grew up and I was raised. And um, we're back here to go see some family, some of my family. And we are so excited to give you guys updates on all the things. But first, we, of course, are going to give a shout out to our five-star reviewer
1: of the week. Yes, and... Remember, along with the five star review, we also are encouraging you guys to send us voice memos of any questions that you want, whether it's personal. There's really nothing is off the table, but you can either take Henley's in the back. Do you hear Henley? What'd you say?
0: I'm hungry. She's hungry. I'll get her a snack while Doug talk- <laughs>
1: finishes talking to you. Right. So there's a couple different ways where you can send us questions, and we because we kind of want to put your handles to the voice and get to know you guys a little bit more. So if you are following us on Instagram, you can send us a direct message. Just do a voice memo, or you can email a question to Team Jamie at jamieotis.com and we're going to put together some questions and answer them on the podcast and yeah you get to hear your question
0: okay so the first thing that i heard just today we took the kids to the park all my sisters and i we all got together and we met up to have like brunch and take the kids to the park so we take the kids to the park they're playing on the swings and the teeter totter and things and my sisters and i are chatting and my older sister who a lot of people don't know very well like we've never been as close as my younger sisters and i obviously because i Like lived with and raised my younger sisters, but my older sister also helped raise my younger siblings as well. You know, it's a real long story, and I kind of shared about it in my book. But um, just like you know, in a nutshell, essentially, like the twins would go. First of all, all three of my younger siblings came to live with me when my mom, you know, was out on drug binges and whatnot, and she was going through a really hard time in her own life. So, you know, I always want to throw it out there that like she's not a terrible person. You know, she just struggled with her own. Honestly, I think she struggled like with coping mechanisms. Like that's why anybody goes to drugs, you know, like she had no support. And so she just like ended up needing an out from five freaking kids who are like wild and crazy. And she's a single mom and she didn't have a lot of money. And so she ended up going to drugs for an escape and, you know, obviously got evicted from this trailer that we were living in. And so all three of my younger siblings came to live with me and then... It's such a long story, but essentially, my mom like took them away from me to punish me. I'm not even kidding you because, you know, she would come to me and she would be looking for money and I would like yell at her and scold her, essentially, like, I'm taking care of your kids. I don't have extra money for you for gas so that you can bring me free food from the free food pantry. And, uh, you know, so then she's like, I'm taking them away. And I like didn't have the wherewithal because I was only 19 at the time. So I wasn't like, oh, yeah, you're going to take them away? Like, what are you going to do, call the cops? Like, I should have been like, no, you're not taking them away. Like, we're fine. But she ended up taking them away and bringing them to her boyfriend who later abused them um, which is just a whole other thing so needless to say and then like the state found out about just like the unlivable living conditions that they were in and also that my mom wasn't even there either I mean even that was her quote unquote boyfriend she would like leave and cheat on him and do drugs oh my god it was a mess but I remember I was working as a waitress and I got a voice message from the cops saying that they found my siblings like in a basically like in this home that to quote him he said he wouldn't let his dog live in and that they were gonna go, Into foster care, unless you know someone could claim them essentially. And so, my sister and I, my older sister Joanna, she didn't, I don't think she had a job at that time because she had young kids. I think she was just at home with the kids, and so she was able to pick them up so they didn't go to foster care and then. You know, essentially, like, we ended up going to court with my mom to, like, I don't know, like, I guess, well, not even like with my mom. My mom was just forced to go there, but they weren't going to give the kids back to my mom. So essentially, we had to go to court, you know, to say, yes, we can take care of them. Yes, we're willing to. The judge did say, hey, listen, if you can have a job for 30 days and stay clean for 30 days, then you can get your kids back. Of course, she didn't. So then it was like, okay, can these basically kids, because my sister was only two years older than me. So she was, if I was 19, she was 21. When this was all going down twenty one 's a big difference and she also had kids of her own. So it was clear to them that she could, you know, help take care of them but for me being like a teenager they were like are you sure, you know? And I was like I've got this and this and this and I just proved that I could. But needless to say, so my sisters and I are together, my older sister and I aren't as close because first of all we've always lived different lives really. Like I always wanted to like break out of I don't know, like I guess like the cycle and my older sister always kind of thought i was kind of like snotty because of that i think i don't know like it's actually interesting i'd love to talk to her more about it like i hope i i don't know i always like hope i didn't seem snotty or something Mommy. wow what great manners That's henley great yeah what would you like gracie can you go out there please oh honey mommy's gonna finish talking to all her girlfriends and then we're gonna go okay We're literally hanging out in the shade on a beautiful, beautiful summer day, and the trees are blowing. And where I live, there's like just mountains and land, and it's so rural. It's just, it's so nice. Rural. Are you not,
1: mommy? Are you not coming to the hotel?
0: I'm not going to the hotel. I'm going to stay with your aunties. So, my sisters have this amazing business. I just totally was supposed to be talking about the five star review. I'm going to get to it. Right.
1: Before we get to that, I do want to start with the five star review just so we can go finish that story. But this one comes from Pearly Pearls28 says, Awesome podcast. Such a great podcast. I look forward to the weekly episodes. Even though I follow Jamie and Doug on Couples Cam, I love how real they are in every episode and how relatable they are. Well, thank you, Pearly Pearls.
0: Yeah, no, thank you. And also, Couples Cam was a rough one. My uncle called me and was like, is it true? And I was like, is what true? And he was like, is it true that Doug cheated on you? I was like, first of all, uh, like, no, it's not true. Also, I wasn't sure at the time. And he was like, is that just made up for TV? I was like, no, I was really insecure about, and I've been pretty honest, obviously, on the podcast, just like about my... about everything. Yeah, about just like my insecurities and why I felt the way I felt. And, like Doug, and I have been through a lot of therapy, and it's really, really helped like even well, my therapy. yeah, even my personal therapist, like I chat with like just about my, my feelings and whatnot, and you know that's the thing about. I guess, like depression and anxiety, is that sometimes your fears, I guess, it's not fair to other people when you kind of cast them on them. But we are on a tangent right now. She just mentioned Couples Cam, Pearly Pearl. Um, and so I'll give you, if, in case you're curious, if Doug has cheated on me and if you haven't heard the podcast, then, you know, it's something that was an insecurity
1: of mine, that's for sure. But it was a series of unfortunate events that uh, started to pile on in like one day.
0: Yeah. And like, I don't know, I feel like when you're insecure and when you're fearful of something, you almost everything looks like it's a sign to it. At least it did for me anyways. But anyways, so back to my sisters. So my younger sisters and I are very, very close because I had custody of them. And my brother also, I have a brother as well. And, you know, he is definitely closer to my older sister because even though all three of my younger siblings came to live with me at first, my mom ended up like I said, punishing me to take that and like took them away because I wasn't going to give her money for gas because she would show up with like food from the free food pantry. And it angered me because I was like, you're our mother. Like, why do you think I have to pay you, you know, anything for you to bring the freaking pancake mix from the free food pantry? And I just got so angry by it. Anyway, so needless to say, my older sister took care of my brother far longer than I ever did, but my younger sisters, uh, they kind of, well, Amy Lynn stayed with me 24-7 and Leah kind of bounced back like between my house and my older sister's house just like looking for a home, really. It's so sad when I think about my younger siblings and the way they grew up because, you know, sure, my mom obviously abandoned like all of us kids, but like I was already, you know, an older teenager by the time she started like doing these drug binges and like leaving town to go on drug runs and things like that. But my younger siblings, the twins, my youngest brother and my youngest sister, they're five years younger than me. So if I was like 15, they were like 10, you know? That's a huge difference.
1: Yeah, but... I think that this whole story, though, it really does have a happy outcome because every time that I come up to here, in fact, we were driving through yesterday and Jamie was pointing out, oh, this is where my teacher lives. And we actually saw one of them out. This is where the church that we used to get free food at. (laughs) Um, But then we saw the whole family and I hadn't seen your mom in, it had to have been like a year. Yeah. And everybody was together. It's like, you know, Jamie has... A wonderful family. Of course, I'm biased, but her oldest sister, Joanna, has a family, a house. Her youngest sister, Leah, has three kids now and their own house. Amy Lynn, she has two kids and their own house. DJ, her youngest brother, just told us that he has a second job now. I mean, like all of you guys are really, you broke the cycle. You know? Yeah. You got out of it. And it's just, it's really cool to see when you all get together because You can't get rid of a bond like that, no matter what happens. I mean, just the bond of what you guys went through and how you went through it and where you guys are today, you should all be extremely proud of yourself. I am so proud of my siblings
0: because like I said, well, first of all, my older sister, you know, I feel like I was lucky in the sense of like my age for everything that happened because my older sister was older when we were kids. So like when my older sister and I were younger and crazy things were happening, I was too young to catch on to it. Whereas my older sister was just two years older, but like old enough to like really kind of catch on. Like when my stepdad was like beating the snot out of my mom. I mean, I saw things, but my older sister saw far more than I did. Like my older sister is the one who walked in like my stepdad had my mom in a chokehold on the tub. Like, I don't know how he did it, but he had her back down and her head pushed up against the tub. And I guess my older sister, you know, heard them fighting, of course, and then walked into the bathroom and she could see that my mom's face was purple and that she was like, obviously in pain and struggling. And my mom couldn't even breathe. And she went in and she screamed in my stepdad's ear, like as loud as she could, which snapped him out of it. And so then he lets go of my mom and he goes to chase my sister and my mom like comes to I guess and like runs off to go get him so that he wouldn't hurt her but like I mean, my sister like grow
1: up fast, right?
0: Yeah. Jeez. And, and so my sister, I maybe was at, I don't know, like six or something. But so if she was like six, I was like four. And you know, you can remember a lot when you're four and whatnot, but like when you're six, you remember even more. And so I feel like my sister was old enough to like really be in
1: memories.
0: Yeah. To like truly be impacted by all of that. And of course I was as well, but like I think you get the point. Like she was a little bit older. And then fast forward to later on in life when my mom's like gone on drug binges all the time. My older sister and I are old enough to kind of like somewhat take care of ourselves because we're like in our teenage years. Whereas my younger siblings are still really young. And I would always say to my mom, because she was like, you don't need me. And I was like, we need you, mom. Like, yes, we do. We need you. So needless to say, I feel like I was fortunate in the sense that I was just young enough to not be as impacted as my older sister was when it comes to like the domestic violence and abuse and stuff. And then I was just old enough to not be as impacted by my mom's like disappearance and drug binges and stuff when we were older. So I feel like I got fortunate in that sense, you know, and I've always had a heart for my siblings, all of them, because they just seem to have been impacted. Like they seem to have wanted our mom to be our mom. Far longer than I ever did.
1: I would think that everybody has that same feeling. And, you know, I can't imagine just even sitting here listening. Like, I, I can't even put myself in your shoes. Because when you think even about going to school, how much like kids just talk, you know, and, and how kids are saying, my mom did this or my mom and dad did this. It's like, I can't imagine not having parents that I could talk about. Like, even just in school, it's like my parents were always involved in our sports. My dad was the coach, you know, so like this is like a complete foreign topic and thought for me. And I just, I can't even imagine what you guys went through. And that's why I'm saying like, I'm so proud of of you. I'm so proud of your whole entire family because it just seems a big hole to dig out of and to come out on a positive side and to come out ahead it's just really incredible
0: yeah no thank you what I was trying to get at is I'm most proud of my siblings every single one of them because you know Joanna my older sister was definitely I mean it's a cycle there's not a doubt in my mind no one can convince me otherwise that like nurture versus nature like I think nature plays such a big role and of course nurture does too but we had nothing we had nothing going for us because we weren't getting nurtured really but like in nature like our genetics weren't you know, on our side in that sense either. But my older sister being the first, it just happens to be a cycle in our family where like my grandma dropped out of high school, had a baby, lived on welfare, you know, and of course tried to work through it and whatnot. And it doesn't make you a bad person if you drop out of high school, have a baby and live on welfare. But of course you do want more for yourself. But my mom also dropped out of high school, had a baby, lived on welfare. And then my sister Joanna was kind of going down that route as well. And to me, if you're already part of that cycle, it's more difficult to be in the cycle and then break free of it than it is to avoid it, I think. And so... You know, I'm just really proud of my sister because she was going down that cycle. She was with someone who would physically abuse her. My mom, baby early. yeah, like I was so embarrassed that my sister, I remember being in high school, of course, when she was pregnant and one of my friends was like, oh, is it true your sister is having a baby? I remember going home and I was like bawling because I was so embarrassed that my sister, who was a teenager, was pregnant and I was going to be an aunt. I loved that little girl the minute she was born. Like, you know, that's just kind of how it goes. But um, needless to say, I'm so incredibly proud of my family my sisters, my siblings, they're my whole world. And I love them so, so, so much.
1: But they, now two of them started a business together.
0: Yeah. And I'm about to go see their shindig. They do like this auction thing. Don't even ask. I have no idea what they're doing, but essentially my sister's basement, my oldest sister, Joanna, her basement is like a factory.
1: It's wh- so funny. They get pallets of miscellaneous items, it seems, and then they auction it off live, which is so much fun to watch just with the items and how they explain everything. I just, I really enjoy it. But more importantly though, I mean, this is someone that her youngest sister, Leah, and Joanna, the oldest sister, kind of got together and started this business. And and Leah didn't have, a, she was a stay-at-home mom before this. And you can tell she was just itching to start her own thing and to just be a little bit more independent. And she is running with this. And yep. she's so great with this. I mean, unbelievably great.
0: Yeah, and so, To kind of like finish it off. Yes, honey. Are you coming to the hotel, honey? I'm going to stay with your aunties and help them, but then I'm gonna gonna go play. I'm gonna meet up with you guys right after.
1: Mama, I wanna play for a little bit at the hotel. Okay,
0: Okay, that sounds like a good idea. So just so you know what our car looks like right now, our car is Henley's awake and she's just munching on some snacks in the back seat, being very patient with us. And then Hendrix is sleeping because we just got done playing at the park. And then Doug and I are just hanging here with you. But what I wanted to say before we wrapped it up was basically that the number one question I ever get is, well, are your siblings as successful as you are? And I always say to that, like, I probably measure success differently than they do. Like we all measure success differently. It's a subjective term, right?
1: Some people think it's how much money you have as far as success or just like, you know, where you live or what you have. Like,
0: did you build a family? Could you keep a marriage? Like whatever the case may be. And so for me... If you were to ask me if my siblings were as successful as I am, I would say absolutely yes. Like, do they live in our hometown still? They do, yeah. But they're so happy. Like my sister Leah, you know, some people measure success in how much money you have in the bank. My sister Leah measures success with how many cows she has on her land. And right now she's got a lot of cows on her land. She, I literally talked to her yesterday driving up here. And I was like, oh, how are the animals doing? She's like, good. The I forget what you call it. The,
1: the cows the and chickens and sheep and yeah. pigs. And-
0: she goes, good, you know. I think they call it a steer, the male cow. It was at the butcher and she's so excited about the meat for the winner. And I'm like, awesome. I love you, sis. Like, that's not my lifestyle. But like, success is so different for everyone. And for my sisters, you know, And honestly, even for me, like sometimes to me, success is when you're with somebody who genuinely loves you, who isn't cheating on you, isn't beating you and abusing you, who brings something to the table, whether it's money or, you know, helps care for the home or whatever the case may be. Like my only goal ever for my family, for all of my siblings, was that they were, and I even told them, my little sisters, this. I was like, if you can find someone who's not going to beat you, who will have a job and hold a job, who will help you change a diaper, who's not too scared to like play with their kids to me, that's success. Like, that's like, I don't care if he, I'm just going to say it as a joke. I don't care if he has moles all over his face. (laughs) That's (laughs) that's such a silly joke.
1: I don't get the joke.
0: No, but like, obviously, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, physical appearance doesn't matter. Not that I feel like we all got lucky. We all have handsome, handsome husbands. But like, I don't know. It just depends. That was a really stupid joke, by the way. No, it's funny. I just didn't know what to say is a funny joke. It is funny. Like, he's not in jail. They're not beating you. Like, I mean...
1: It's, well, what the point is, is that, yeah, I mean, you guys are successful. You're all successful. Yes, everywhere. exactly.
0: So if you ask me if my siblings are as successful as I am, well, no, they're not on television if you measure like success that way. No, they haven't left their hometown if you measure it that way. No, they don't have $10 million in the bank. I wish we did too. So hopefully you don't measure success that way because we don't even have that.
1: Okay, but they all have a family. They all have a unit. The fact that you guys came from a broken home and all of you, are living in a complete family and complete home is incredible.
0: But I just want to throw out there that a broken home doesn't mean you're unsuccessful, especially in the sense that, like, for example, my older sister Joanna didn't want her kids to grow up without a dad because we grew up without dads. And so she stayed with someone who was abusive towards her because she didn't want to be in a quote-unquote broken home. She didn't want to seem like her kids didn't have a dad in their life because she was so stigmatized from us growing up like that. And the truth of the matter is is that I don't know how you want to measure success, but one way is not whether or not you stay married or have a broken home because I think that sometimes you can measure success by being strong enough to break out of that type of a relationship. But that being said, so I was in LA recently, like last weekend actually, I was in LA shooting Married at First Sight unfiltered and I had... Had my makeup artist, you guys are so into this makeup artist. Her name's Alicia. For those of you who are, this may be your first podcast listening to my makeup artist in LA. Her name's Alicia. She's awesome. And I went live on Instagram and everyone was just like asking so many questions. So I was like, Alicia, can we do this for the podcast to share it with more people? I mean, she answers questions about like what to do for under eye circles and for like large pores and wrinkles and all the things. Like she just has like such great tips.
1: Oh, I can't wait for that.
0: I know. So I recorded it so I could share it with you guys because I feel. Like I have a special community here on the podcast, and I feel like you deserve to hear it too. And I know that sometimes you guys don't catch the lives the same way that people who follow me mostly on Instagram do. So I was like, let me go ahead and snag this goodie for the ladies at the podcast. So I'm going to pop that in right after this. But I just wanted to say, you know, I hope you all are having a great week. And I'm going to be spending the whole entire week with my family, upstate New York.
1: I apologize again for the recording in the car.
0: Yeah, I hope the audio is good for you guys guys but the coolest thing is is I feel like we don't even have to apologize like I know that my girlfriends like you guys on this podcast I know you love us and support us and you don't care if the audio is perfect and
1: thank you for that
0: yeah seriously we appreciate it so much like we love you guys so much and we appreciate that you let us just be as raw and honest as possible and like literally. I mean, our kids in the backseat saying mommy and coughing and you don't Not care. i
1: surprised that she was patient this long. But, I know. Um, I can't wait to get my makeup artist on the podcast. Oh yeah, he's got a good one. Okay, so real quick. We have two sponsors that I want to get to real quick. And thank you to all of our sponsors, but first being Credit Karma. Now, Jamie and I have gone through a whole entire financial journey from my debt which stemmed from just after college. Uh, I had horrible debt. Jamie had great debt. Well, not great debt, but she had incredible savings. She barely had any debt. I'm horrible at saving. Jamie is great at saving. And for me personally, I always had anxiety over money. I never liked to answer any creditor's calls or even read any of the envelopes. Well, we finally started to manage our money and I started to just face my fears and get over my anxiety. But anybody that's stressed over money, knows that any beginning of this financial journey is extremely daunting. You don't know if you're headed in the right direction. You don't know what to prepare for. Credit Karma helps with all of that. Credit Karma keeps you more informed with what's ahead. It has a game-changing technology that actually shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans. And the offers that they show are ones that are more likely to be approved for you so that you can apply with more confidence, And it's actually really, really cool because they use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations. So whether you want cash back, travel rewards, or consolidate debt, Credit Karma will actually help you find the offer that fits your goals. So... They take all of the stress away. You can use Credit Karma today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more and find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast, or you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app and apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or just head over to the Credit Karma app.
0: Okay, so if you have been listening to the podcast much lately, you've heard about how much I love agency and how much Doug knows about my skin So we all know that when we're thinking about our skin, each of us is different. Everyone's unique skin deserves unique care. For me, it's super sensitive and I have dark spots too.
1: I just think she's beautiful, but this is a company that understands that everyone's skin is a little bit unique. Everyone is sensitive or everybody has different parts of their skin that they are either looking to improve or hide. That's where agency comes in. So it's a future defining skincare brand. They believe that you deserve Serve customized products for your dynamic and ever evolving skin, especially as you get older.
0: Yeah, and it's super easy to get started with agencies. So, what I did is I just went to the website, sent them pictures of myself. There's no filters on them, guys. You can't send them a filtered picture. And then I just told agency about some of the skincare struggles that I have. So I just had something like sensitive skin and I have dark spots. I have dry skin. After that agency set me up with a licensed dermatology provider and they literally created a custom formula with research backed ingredients for my skin. And they can do the same exact thing for you too. They actually keep in touch with you to see how the formula is working out and they'll change it out if you need it. For me, I've loved the formula and haven't needed to change it.
1: And honestly, Jamie takes a lot less time with her product, so it just seems a lot more quick and easy.
0: Yep, I just lather on my face and go about my day if you're listening and you want to try out Agency, the personalized anti-agents can care that evolves with
1: you. Go to withagency.com slash hotmarriage for a free 30-day trial. All you do is you just pay $4.95 for shipping and handling. That's withagency.com slash hotmarriage. You can unlock your free 30-day trial. See withagency.com for all the details subject to consultation.
0: All right, we'll let you guys go. I'm going to throw that conversation with the makeup artist in right here so that you guys can listen to it if Get you want to. But-
1: insider look at Hollywood.
0: Yeah, and also there's not like a- perfect introduction because i was literally sitting in her chair we were getting ready to go shoot a show and i was like alicia can i please just record this conversation because it's so good and i want to share it with everybody on hot marriage cool parents so um enjoy yeah enjoy i hope you like it and we'll be back next week and i'll give you all sorts of updates about what's going on upstate new york all right guys we'll talk to you later we love you guys bye Bye This is my makeup artist, Alicia. And our conversations are always so interesting that I was literally like, girl, do you mind if I record this and share it with my girlfriends on the podcast? And she's like, no. So she has worked not even exaggerating, 96 hours in a row, which of course she's like so thankful for to have the work. But also I think it's one of those things like when you're in a pandemic, you know, you got to take all the work because like you're never sure like when you're going to get work again. And then it's like, oh my God, but like the work keeps coming for some of us. And of course, like, You know, you're so fortunate for that because there are other people who are not as fortunate. But, you know, there's a flip side to the story where, like, you're so burned out and then you seem ungrateful. And it's like, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I'm just exhausted. And so anyways, you know, there's two sides to every story. So essentially, Girlfriend's been on literally working, like, how many days is this, Alicia?
2: Oh, God. This is day seven, but I only had one day off, and then I did seven days before that, Um oh. seven days
0: before that. And these are, like, 12 to 18-hour shifts. Like, they're, like—because yes. she does movies. Fortunately, Unfiltered's easy for you, right?
2: Oh, this is, like, the easiest job I have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I really like it. Yeah, because, like, all she has to do is, I guess what you call beauty, as opposed to, like, alien makeup and, like, right?
2: Yeah, and I don't really have to think about a character because I'm just making you beautiful as opposed to— Like, having to really think through, like, the psychology of an eyeliner choice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Although, I'd like to tell you that I already am beautiful, Alicia. A hundred (laughs) percent. We're enhancing beauty. Thank you, thank you. That's what makes it easy. (laughs) So, she has a day. I was like, girl, you need to schedule yourself some time off because no one can keep going like that. And she's like, oh, I do. So, tell them what you have planned.
2: Um, So, I'm going to, like, lay in bed and order pizza and be a (laughs) mess. We're going to get out of bed to pee. (laughs) <laughs> and to answer the pizza delivery dude i might just leave the door open and be like come on in dude <laughs> just drop it off on the couch <laughs> right next to me we're getting real wild <laughs> on our days off but um i'm just gonna do like a tv and movie marathon because i am so behind on everything everyone is watching so oh. have time
0: okay so i want to know she was saying she's going to watch a couple of true crimes and that's like my jam so i was like what did you do research on netflix what do i need to watch
2: so there was like two new true crime stories that popped up. One of them I think is like in the UK. It's like a lady who killed, dismembered her husband.
0: I watched that one, Alicia. Is it good? It's so good. Okay, okay. Good. okay.
2: so it's <laughs> called,
0: it. okay, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Don't ruin but, it, um, you can tell me all about it. Okay, so basically this woman, like you said, was in the UK and dismembered her husband and – how much do you know about it before I give any spoilers? I only read the
2: description and I watched, like, the first 30 seconds of the trailer that pops up. It's good. It's like, she looks psychotic, and I was like, I'm into it. Like, <laughs> this little, is... little tiny blonde thing, like, super unassuming. You'd never mm-hmm. think. But I, I just knew that there was something to do with, yeah, her husband and dismembering him.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it and doesn't want to know anything about it, then stop listening. But I'm not going to give, like, a, any spoilers. I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. But, like... To give you like some background on it, because it's really good. It's called Once Upon a Crime on Netflix. I know exactly what you're talking about because I literally just binged it on my last trip out here to LA. Yes, Doug and I were here for you know married at first sight, and I made him binge it with me. What's that like watching that with your husband? Like, does does he feel uncomfortable? I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you, Alicia. We had a meeting with a financial advisor last week, and. She goes, you don't have life insurance. I was like, no, I never want life insurance. That's like a that's a hard no. Like fast pass for me, like not happening. And she goes, why? And I was like, because like don't you know that like the number one reason that people are killed is for their life insurance money? And she looks at my husband and she's like, yeah, because usually it's like. The spouse or whatever, or whoever the beneficiary is, why don't you make it a trust? And I was like, I just don't want any money hanging over my head for me being dead. Like, I just yeah. don't want that.
2: That's actually, it's, you know, it's freaky. Maybe it's because I'm not married, but I've literally never thought of that. I've thought of other things like not going on a cruise ship with a boyfriend.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, because, oh, my God, <laughs> I see. I didn't think of that. i
2: the side of the boat. But I never really thought about avoiding life insurance for that reason. It's actually kind of smart.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so then she looked at me like I was crazy, but I was like, you know, not for nothing, but every single dateline or, like, true crime thing is—or this one that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so the girl— I can't tell you a whole lot because it will ruin it, because that's what keeps you on your toes. She's not who you think she is when you first start. Ooh, she's not. Those. Oh, she's not who you think she is. But, is like, a there's a twist. Yes. Like, it's good. I'm and then, so into this. yeah. And the husband, he's like this really rich dude. Uh, I forget Whoa. what he and his family owned some sort of like really millionaire thing. I don't remember like what it is that they own but there's a twist she's not who you think she is but she's also then not who you'll assume she is based on her past oh my
2: god i'm so excited right now jamie should make the trailer for the show you guys <laughs> now, like i'm not even gonna wait i don't know if i could stay awake tonight but i'm sure gonna try and watch one episode honestly don't how, do it because it? there's four and don't do it because you'll
0: okay. get sucked in
2: uh are they like an hour
0: yeah, but okay. it's so like you're gonna wish it doesn't end. You're okay. like because it's like it's one of those like you know how making a murderer like sucks you in.
2: If yes. you haven't watched, I was gonna say if you haven't watched so that, I have. I'm obsessed, obsessed. Yeah, Brendan Dassey did not do it. Sorry, I don't know about the uncle, the other dude, but that like his nephew, no. I don't buy that for a minute.
0: Brendan D'Alcy didn't definitely, me either. And also, did
2: you know? He's too dumb. He's like, I hate to say that. He's just like too simple. Yeah. He's not dumb. He's simple.
0: Yeah. I don't want to say dumb either. I feel terrible for that kid. And I don't think the uncle did it either. He's also too simple. He doesn't.
2: Yeah. I just don't think that they could even pull off like not being seen or I don't know. I have so many like feelings about like their mental capacity to be able to pull off a crime like that. And also, like, why? And there's a guy that they interview that's like a family member. There's like a cousin's husband or something. And I'm like, that guy did it. Like, and he only talks for like a second, and he's talking about Brendan. And he's got like dark hair. I don't know. He's just creepy. Like, mm-hmm. he's just creepy. And I was, and he has like a very strong opinion about Brendan. And he's like kind of pinning it on him. And I'm like, no, dude, you did it. Yeah, so- you. Like, kind of sinister, like that weird gleam in his eye when he's talking about it. Like, ha, I got away with it. And he's actually not as simple as, like, the rest of the family. So, it's like, oh, sir. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, that's the thing. Okay. Well, first of all, I followed the lawyer. Oh, God, I can't. Oh, do you? What's her name? Oh, uh, I took it over, right Yes, now. and I love her. I tell Doug, if I have a girl crush on anybody, it's this lawyer who's, you know, really tough as, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, that girl. Is. What's her name? Oh, man. I don't know. Zellner kathy or katherine zellner i literally follow her like she's the smartest woman she is so smart like beyond smart i think and so anyways i like follow her on instagram just because i wanted to keep up with the case and brendan got let go right oh god i don't even know steve well steve avery's definitely still in jail yeah and his mom just died she did? Isn't that so sad? Yeah, while well, he was oh, in jail. No. And he's just like really depressed. And she was no. saying on Instagram, please send him letters and stuff because he's just so depressed. A hard time. And then his mom died and it's just so sad. But back to Once Upon a Crime on yes. Netflix. It's as good as making a murderer because it, for so many reasons that I can't tell you because it's going to be a spoiler. So if you like true crime, go for that one. No, what was the other one that you were going to watch?
2: Oh, um, there was another one. Uh, I can't remember. It was one other new one that had popped up, and then I had a couple others just sort of sitting in there that I don't know. Netflix is killing it with the with the
0: true crime stuff. They really are. So I'm trying to find another one for myself because, like, when you get a good one like that, you're like, I wish I was a detective, and like, or maybe I was right? in a former life. Like, I just, I just love like trying to put the pieces together.
2: Have you watched The Jinx on HBO?
0: Yes. So so good. good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so good. Uh, The Jinx, um, The Staircase. Have you seen that one? I have seen The Staircase. So good also. Yes. The
2: storytelling is so good. It's just, like, out of control good. Definitely. Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, if there's anything else, but I guess not... I'm almost like tempted to pull out, if I wasn't doing eyeliner right now, I'd pull up my uh, (laughs) Netflix queue for you.
0: (laughs) So when I come to LA, Alicia is always my hair and makeup girl. And like the thing that I love about her is that it's just so nice that I can just like, I don't have to be on like, you know how when you don't know someone, you know, or you get someone new all the time and you yeah. want to be super friendly because it's like if I just want to sit here and do nothing, I could. But I never do because I always want to ask her <laughs> about her life and live vicariously through her. And she's like, girl, I just worked. Eight. She has had one hour of sleep, right?
2: Yeah. So last night I had a drive to the Salton Sea, which if you aren't from L.A., that is three hours from here. Yikes! It's a very weird old nineteen fifties location that's like abandoned. Like people still live there, but it's creepy and really run down. And it's kind of by Palm Springs, if that gives anybody any indication of kind of where it is. It's about an hour away from Palm Springs. But I was shooting out there on a movie, and then I drove there at. I left at two o'clock yesterday. I got there. Uh, I had to sit in five hours of traffic because you know LA. <laughs> So I got there at 7.30 and then we shot till 2 in the morning and I drove home. <laughs> I walked into my house at 4.40 because no traffic on the way home. Okay. God. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. And then I had to be up at 6 to be here at 7.
0: So. That's insane.
2: Yeah. And we're here for 12 hours.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, take a nap in the back. and we oh, will be I'm fine. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I'm napping right now. You just can't tell. Yeah, her eyes are closed. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. So, okay. I know that people are always wondering, like, good makeup tips. And I do get good tips, like, from these ladies that I work with or sometimes men. And um, she's so cool, though, because, like, if you have any makeup questions or anything like that, like you can just DM her. It's Alicia movie makeup don't worry i'll have it all in the show notes like i always do but um yeah so i think the biggest question people have is how do you hide under eye circles
2: man it's so hard cuz there's actually nothing on the market that truly does like get rid of them like you can help reduce them it's really just how close the blood vessels are to the the amount of thinness in the skin under your eye. That's why you can see them. So collagen, right? To help prevent collagen, that? Yeah, collagen. Like that's like more of a preventative measure, right? Yeah, and definitely like a good concealer that's like creaseless. Like I've been really into the It Cosmetics creaseless concealer lately. Bye Bye Under Eye, is that the same bye thing? Bye um, It's a different one from them, but also very good. The creaseless one, it's a little thicker, but it's a little
0: less creasy. So, so what works really well with good under eye cream. Oh, so wait a second. So what's that one called? Because I need to buy a good concealer myself. It
2: is called, oh no, it is Bye Bye Under Eye. Full coverage, anti-aging, waterproof concealer.
0: Oh, awesome.
2: Yeah. So, and it's the one in the tube, not the jar. Because I think she calls all her concealer Bye Bye Under Eye. Oh, you think there's a difference in the formula or something? Did oh, yeah. Um, the thickness. Like how much ah. coverage you got. Like the tube is full, full coverage, which is nice. But you just need a little tiny bit.
0: Gotcha. So that's for under eye. Okay. going to go fast here. Uh, what's another issue people ask? Large pores. Um, exfoliate. <laughs> Make sure you wear
2: moisturizer and clean your skin really well. That'll already reduce the look of them. Do not sleep in your makeup or sunscreen.
0: Okay. This is some like truly like something that I do. And I just like, I don't know why, but I don't care. Like, I'm always like, oh, it's fine. Like, what is really wrong with sleeping in your makeup? Because I'm like, what's it matter if it's makeup or if it's moisturizer on my skin, you know, that I'm sleeping in?
2: Um, it's the ingredients. I mean, they both have chemicals in them. Let's be honest here. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one is built for hydration. The other one is like letting pigment rest in your skin. It can actually stretch your pores out, and that's mostly why. Um, oh, it makes your skin really dirty. It can make your skin also like overproduce oil, or get really really hyper dry if you're
0: already dry. And as I come in here with psoriasis on my eyelids and I'm like, what's (laughs) wrong with my eyes? And she's like, did you change your vitamins? And I was like, well, I mean, I'm slowly not nursing Hendrix anymore. Like, oh my God, I think that I'm, I think I'm done. I'm not sure. Like there's still stuff in there. And so sometimes... He will nurse like once a day. I'm like, is there anything in there for you, kid? Like, I don't don't know. But I like nursed him right before we left, but I didn't bring a pump or anything to this trip to L.A. So like, I feel like when I come back, I'm going to be dry. And I was just like nursing him like this could be the very last time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And sometimes like especially stuff like that when you're a mom, it's like your body goes through so many changes that. Yeah. It could literally just be, like, a weird patch that you get, you know? It's not even brought on by anything other than
0: hormones. Yeah, I guess that—I feel like my hormones have been out of whack since I had that kid. Even before, really. But, okay, I'm going to— Genuinely try to stop wearing makeup then, I guess. You're convincing me. But, like, honestly, I'm so tired that I'm like, sometimes I literally just put moisturizer on over my makeup and I just go to bed. So, I'm like, screw it. I am super lazy.
2: You just heard me explain how my work schedule is. Right. And I have to wear a mask on set no matter what right now still. So... I don't tend to wear a lot of makeup, but I definitely wear like a tinted moisturizer or like a sunscreen. I use a lot of the Dr. Jart, like, I forget what it's called. It's the green, it's like a tiger, tiger green, <laughs> like, yeah. sunscreen? Yeah, it's like a sunscreen, but it also helps with redness. Ooh. I think it's called like file or something like that i don't know i gotta look at the jar but you gotta take that off your skin too you know and i just keep like a pack of makeup remover wipes it's not really the best way like yeah but at least you're getting it off the surface of the skin and then you can deep cleanse in the morning or whatever
0: what's so funny is that like no joke i don't want to use the makeup wipes because i don't like the ingredients inside them yeah but then i'll just leave the makeup on my face instead which is just as bad <laughs>
2: It's like super fun. Yeah. I would actually suggest like you could get these things called water wipes. They're actually in the baby wipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use water wipes for my kid's tush. You can can literally use those on your face. They're mostly water and a little fruit extract. Like that'll actually take (sighs) off a lot of what's on your face. And it's super wet.
0: Alicia. Which a lot of
2: makeup wipes aren't. Um, that's smart. To get a little bit of it off. If you really don't want to get out of bed, like it's a better solution than not doing anything at all.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then just have a jar of cream next to you and just slather yeah. that ish on.
2: Or you can even use like a hard cleanser. Um, With the water wipes? Like, that's actually... like a melt, like a makeup melt.
0: <gasps> okay, I actually have a Burt's Bees one of that. And yeah, I actually really... That. That's actually a genius idea.
2: Yeah, like try that with a water wipe. You don't even got to get out of bed for that.
0: That's actually a really great idea.
2: Um, Really funny. Um, I know skincare fridges are like really expensive. But if you guys check out Home Depot, (laughs) little tiny fridges. Who does? Home Depot. I think G&E makes them. Oh, G&E. Yeah, and I have one next to my bed and it was like twenty two dollars or something because it's not for makeup. Anytime you mark something for a specific task, it's literally so that you can put like cans of soda or water in it. Uh-huh. It's for like beverages. <laughs> but you put it next to your bed and you can keep your wipes in there and nice and cold and your oh like makeup God. melt and then it feels really good. It's like a you know birth, spa.
0: You know, yeah. Like spa treatment before bed. Alicia.
2: It'll help relax you.
0: You're on to something though oh. with that. Holy it only $22? it's only twenty two dollars. How big is it?
2: Uh it'll hold eight cans of soda. So Which is perfect. You don't need anything bigger than it that. It holds my wipes, like three moisturizers, the oil that I use, and an eye cream.
0: That's little... and, and maybe if you work. want if you want a yeah. can of soda. A can of soda. <laughs> 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 That's perfect. I never thought of that before. And if you have like a nightstand that you can kind of like oh my god this is genius you could put it inside like your nightstand you can make it yeah. so no one could even see it
2: or you could even tuck it under your bed if your bed frame's high enough like you could yeah pop it right into the
0: underneath of your bed so that no one needs to know that you've got a secret stash of soda and your night cream all in the <laughs> same spot and it's all being chilled for you During my whole
2: netflix uh, binge this might be i might have to fill up the bottom of it with some i like bubble water i don't really drink soda but me um, either but yeah that could be the move <laughs> Oh my God, Alicia!
0: You're filled with so many good ideas, though. Seriously, (laughs) this is why I'm like I have to record our conversations because she's just brilliant and like (laughs) say that again. I'm a walking life hack. She's a walking life hack. All right. Well, we're gonna get back to focusing on hair and makeup because someone came in and was like, "Are you ready?" But I was like, "I got to get this conversation and share it with my girlfriends on the podcast because I just feel like she's so filled. As a matter of fact, honestly, if I ever have a different podcast, Alicia, if ever there's a time, I feel like you'd be a great podcast host. You're
2: not not the first person who
0: has said that to me. Yeah. I would totally be into that. I uh, think it'd be a lot of fun. I have thought this about you for such a long time. You're just such a natural, you have a good podcast voice, and I feel like you're just natural with like just talking and sharing your life experiences, which is like all you really got to do.
2: I was once on a gaming podcast... When The Walking Dead video game was out, it was like a telltale game or it's like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. Uh And somebody had me on a podcast and I got to talk about that like in a roundtable conversation and I was like, I could get used to this. (laughs) It was a lot of fun talking about just like something else I like other than makeup.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I feel like you and I, I don't know. I just know that you're a smart business girl too. Like, I mean.
2: It's also a strategy and I, you know, I've built my clientele for 17 years and I don't build a clientele based on like, you're just my client. I actually become friends with people. And Clearly. Yeah. And that's like what makes all the difference. And mm-hmm. I, I mean that from a genuine, I don't like working with people that I don't know well. Um, it makes me uncomfortable just as a person. It makes me, I think everybody, right? Like, yeah. And I think some people like don't really admit that to themselves, but like, yeah.
0: I just really want to be people's actual friend. And the great thing about you is that like, cause obviously I've sat in a lot of hair and makeup chairs and like you really are. And like, you're not, there's no judgment. Yeah, and also you're not like oh a celebrity or anything like that. Like, no, I don't care. Even if it is like, (laughs) I could imagine if like Jennifer Lopez was in your chair, you'd be like, what? Yeah,
2: I literally would. I'm working with a celebrity. She's like starring in this movie. Everybody would know who she is. I can't talk about it, but everybody would know who she is. She's a lot of fun and she walked in and I think she was kind of like trepidatious a little bit cause what's she was, that mean like she was just kind of like oh god are these people gonna I don't know you like yeah. kind of just nervous uh-huh. and she sat down and I was just like hey so anyway how's uh like what do you want to do with your hair like I don't care who you are I just don't and honestly <laughs> like human and I, you come in here needing my help just as much as a regular everyday person
0: yeah you crap just like every other person yes. and if you don't then you have another issue that both a I have. Sometimes we have constipation and we talk about it. (laughs) So if even if you don't crap as well as every other
2: person, okay, I get you. You're my girl. You know what's really funny? I don't know if I ever even told you this. I worked on a show with Will Smith for a hot second. You never told me this. And it was like a comedy show called This Joker. I think it's on uh it's either YouTube Red or some it's online. Gotcha. But it was so funny because he walked in and I knew he was gonna be there because he's hosting it. And I was like, Am I gonna get like nervous? Because it's Will Smith. I mean like that. Come on. Yeah. And I swear to you, he walked in and I was just, my gut reaction was like, well, that guy, I've known him forever because he's been in my living room my whole life. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. It was just so funny. Like that, I was like, oh, okay. Like I really don't get like geeked out over celebrities.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the only person that I would get geeked out by, which I shouldn't get geeked out by because like she doesn't want to be geeked out, but like Britney, I love me some Britney. Britney Spears? A million percent. Oh, I can totally see this.
2: I just I love it along really well, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel about her, but I feel like you
0: guys would. All right, so my producer Jen just walked in. I don't know if you hear the crinkles, but um that means I gotta go. Alicia say bye-bye. Bye guys. I'll put her handle down below. If you have any questions on makeup, just ask her. She is so approachable and so lovely.